Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. And I'm here with my buddy, Jason. And thank you all for subscribing and being here and being our listeners. We yes. do this for you. Mm. And, and we've gotten so many wonderful comments about how people are transforming their careers by using some of the techniques that we've talked about. Yeah. And today, let's talk about what do you do when you're in between projects. Mm, yeah, so you've just completed something. Now we're not saying in between projects in the actor, the Hollywood sense of, oh, I'm between projects right now. <laughs> we're talking about you've just completed something that you've been working on for a while. That thing is going out to the public to be seen. And now that wave is coming to a close and you're back to, I don't have anything new. Yes. What you're do back, you do that? You're back to nothing is yeah, going on because when you're back in a project when you're in a project it's mm -hmm. so friggin' exciting mm -hmm. right it's like first of all it's very dramatic it's like i'm stuck i can't get this i can't get this and you know you're dreaming at night oh let me try this or if you're a writer that's what i've been doing oh this doesn't work let me try this oh, that doesn't work wait a second i broke through now it works okay yeah. da -da -da. oh my god is it finished it's done Oh my God, it's done. Oh, we're going into production. Oh my God. And now I'm up at 5.30 in the morning because I've been up at 5.30 every morning to work on it. And now I, I don't have anything to work on. Mm -hmm. And I actually talked to my therapist about this. I said, well, I think now I should write a, my book, a memoir. And she goes, uh, Judy, how about doing nothing? Mm. And I went, unacceptable <laughs> and I started to realize um, how uncomfortable I am with not being goal directed mm -hmm. you know because because this is the purpose of my life I'm writing this or this book is the purpose of my life or this is what it is and she said that you know Einstein would uh, get up he do he had a routine he'd go and teach then he'd come home, he'd eat lunch, and then for three hours he would sit in a chair and think. Mm. And she was saying to me that doing nothing and refueling is an absolute necessity for any creative person. Mm. Because if you go to the next thing without... Uh, a system reset, mm -hmm. meaning a system yeah, reboot, a reboot of yep. a reboot of you. Um, it's a little bit out of fear, desperation, and that we creative people need that time to recharge. Mm -hmm. And I'm very uncomfortable with this. I'm just going to tell <laughs> you that right now. Right, if 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 I, it was really weird. Like yesterday. Um, I'm always overworked. I'm always like, I got, I got all these emails. Got to get through them. Got to get through this. Okay, I'm working on my project. Working on my project. Well, it happened that I took care of email, and then it was 2 o'clock, and I usually work without stopping from pr probably 8 a.m. to um, 5 p.m. But I w at 2, I just, I had nothing to do. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't know what to do with myself. Mm. Do you ever? I don't think you have that. Do you ever have that? Because you're always well. One of the things is for me. I'm always in between projects. So I'm because there's always, uh, I layer out my schedule. So like nothing is ever done. So there is nothing is ever like, because I'm working on so many different things that generally when I get that drop off, I'm just dropping off into some, into another tier of activity. Yeah. I've been in this tier of activity that has come to its close. So I just drop into the next one as it, as it comes over. And because I very rarely just have one project going all the time, but that suits me. That's, that's my thing because I pre-program in my reboots into my workflow. (laughs) Then then you're on like, you're, you're working. Uh, Let me look at my schedule. Oh, I'm doing nothing. All right. Let me do it until two Oh seven. And then I will. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. Well, I'm talking about (laughs) eliminating um, everything to explore what is there. So, okay. So this is what I did. I went, well, I've never watched a movie in the middle of the day. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I turned on that. Um, what was it? Um, the Irishman. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I didn't like it. It always (laughs) seems like, like old guys playing, you know, with, with like being mafioso. I, I, I don't know. I, was, Not your was, cup of tea. Uh, yeah, I and I love try. how you picked a three and a half hour long movie to be your first yeah. Movie and I'm you going af- after an hour. I'm thinking like, oh, and there's three hours. You got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> anyway. So then I went, all right, and I'm not into this and I'm not comfortable. So now what? Mm. Well, then I decided to um, go for a walk and um, and I and my dog passed away and it's just weird walking without a dog. Mm. It's like because because again, when you're walking a dog, you're doing a job. Yeah. You're on purpose. Now I'm walking unpurposefully. Mm-hmm. I'm not walking to a place. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, maybe I'll walk to a place. Well, I don't know what place to go to, yep. <laughs> right? So then I just and then something happened. Um, I I noticed this person's garden. And then I had a chat with this person. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't, like, it's a neighbor. We hadn't met, really. Well, now I met a neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then I started to just, and then I came back and I, well, I guess I'll clean, mm-hmm. right? But then I decided just to be in the moment. And I have to tell you, I'm not very good at this. I know all about, I've heard about mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Being in the moment yeah. and being mindful of what you're doing mm-hmm. and look at me, what it feels like petting the cat and experiencing mm-hmm. the cat. But I'm, you know, th- it, this just happened, right? So I just finished a project. So I'm not sure how to do this. Yeah. But this morning I tried it again because I'm not writing in the morning now. Mm-hmm. And so I went, well, I'll sit in the garden and have a cup of coffee and do nothing. Yep. And it was, it was okay. Yeah. But then, oh, there's a text. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've talked about this before about, you know, one of the most difficult things uh, to train yourself to do is sit in a, in front of a blank page or in front of an empty project and do nothing. 
just let just sit there and just and that's just like, right what yeah. episode was uh, that? i don't remember which one it was but that's one of the the training systems that that allowed me to be able to create intervals and compartmentalize my schedule was the ability to give myself the discipline to do nothing okay well let's let's before we go to like all right how do we do nothing mm-hmm. let's talk about okay i'm i'm sitting in a chair and i want to do nothing mm. And I'm feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. What well, is that the, feeling? The thing is, is that you're you're now reaching for because uncomfortable is a is a is a it's kind of a dropout word. It's kind of those things. Where I'm just uncomfortable. Well, th- no, you're not uncomfortable. You are. Are you in physical pain? No. Are you emotionally this? Are you that? You want to define anxious. You're anxious. Okay, okay, so you're I'm waiting for antsy. outside outside distraction uh, something to come in and and disrupt yes, a text an yeah, email i want to look at my phone i want to look at a movie i want to look yeah. at something anything other than... to get away from me in my own head for a little while yeah. you know and and the other thing too is you're building up the muscle of being able to go into that space you know because what happens is is when your life is entirely constructed about by external influences only Emails, text, what's on TV? What did he just say? That politician's an idiot. Da, 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 da. And you just go through all that. It's just information's coming to you. You're reacting to it and you're throwing it back out into the universe. And that's what you're doing all day. When you don't have that outside stuff coming in, suddenly you go, I should be doing something. I should be reacting to something right now. I should be reacting to something. <laughs> and so you pick up your phone and you start going through so social I'm media. So I'm on withdrawal. I'm yeah. on, I'm on um, uh, reaction withdrawal yeah so you have a reaction addiction you know when i was um when i was younger and and lived a very creative life Mm -hmm. um and i was doing um tv shows a lot of tv shows and i was a magician then i would invent my own tricks and um i would have to wait for um an idea to come to me and i really truly believe and i've believed this all my life that the universe is sending me messages. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know it sounds a little crazy. Oh, I'm, just, really? I'm all about universe and vibration and all that stuff. Yeah, so I I don't consider any of that stuff weird or strange. Okay, well, I do believe that there is another plane. I had I've experienced it after it was three months after my mother died, and I was um, I remember exactly where I was, and my mother spoke to me. Um, I was not sleeping um, because um, I my eyes were open because I was writing down because she was giving me a phone number to call. Now, when she spoke to me, it wasn't speaking in the way that you hear it. It started with my teeth hurting because there was a vibration inside mm. of me, and it was vi- it was like it felt like my cavities, my teeth were picking up uh, radio signals mm. or something it was it was hurt yeah and it was it was vibratory it was a presence mm-hmm. uh, but it was not the way I was used to hearing something it was like a presence it was a thickness and she um, told me call this number and you will be in uniform on November 11th I didn't understand what she was saying and I was too scared to call the number I called mm. it five years later but they just spoke Chinese but I just was too scared I didn't have the wherewithal but you know um, performance artist Lori Anderson she talked about living the life of an artist and she would say I wake up in the morning and I just wait for mm. an idea to to come to me mm-hmm. And then I become a slave to that idea. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm just, you know, I, I, I under, and, and I've heard so many creative people talk about it from, you know, a famous legendary dancer, Martha Graham, and I used her quote in my book, that to open the channel, mm -hmm. to, to keep your channel open yeah, to be receptive to be yeah. receptive to the ideas so if you are constantly um if i am i don't want to <laughs> separate myself from this experience but if i am um, looking at other people's ideas so somebody you know is texting me and they they want an answer and i'm giving them i'm dealing with them i'm dealing with other people i'm dealing with other situations mm -hmm. then i cannot hear what my with the ideas uh, and the guidance that the universe is giving me that mm -hmm. I, I, I used to, when I was in college, I, I, my English teacher, um, I asked him if I could not hand in things on time because I really needed to dream about something before I wrote about it. Mm -hmm. He said, that's perfectly okay. And as long as you do hand them in. And I, and I did that and I would have, a dream and in that dream I would discover um, the crux of the story or an image that I would go with and then I would understand it. So you were waiting for, you know, you were giving yourself the ability to allow your own mind to give you the answers you needed and then execute it on that instead of going, okay, mind, I got to get this figured out right now. I got to make this happen right now. What are we doing? You know? Yeah. And I think it was easier to be creative back then. Mm -hmm. Because we didn't have um, cell phones. Oh, we didn't have the endless distraction. You know, the endless distraction. And I find myself unable, even let's say I'm in line. Mm -hmm. And I'm just in line. And I'm waiting for something. I will go to my phone yep. to distract me. Mm -hmm. So I think that has ruined my creative ability to a certain extent mm -hmm. um and also like when because i knew when i've been writing my creative project that i was not on social media mm -hmm. at all through it and i kept going oh, i should be on social media tell people what i'm doing yep. but i think that was instinctual that i i couldn't get how can we get into our own story when we are so um in reaction to other people's stories. Mm -hmm. Because our story, everyone needs to tell their story in whatever way you tell it, whether you're going to write a joke or uh, an essay, uh, a story for the moth, or as a, uh, you're gonna paint it or mm -hmm. whatever. It's, it really is, those are all versions of your story. But we're so distracted and compelled by other people's story that sometimes it's really hard to be comfortable with what's going on with us mm -hmm. and and what do we really want to do with it. And, you know, as creative people, there's a certain power we have, and that is the power to design your own life. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever story you are given from your childhood, you can rewrite it. Mm -hmm. You can change it. And you can transform it. You don't have to be in reaction to your past. You can create a possibility, a new possibility for your future. So I, I believe this takes to be without distraction, to, to do 
nothing. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about before that, you know, creativity is a whisper. And if you're just letting things just constantly bombard you all the time, you're not giving yourself, you're not turning the volume down enough to hear that whisper as it comes in. And especially when you're in between projects, because the thing about, we, we could even say this as you're in between successes, because if you've completed something that you set out to do, regardless of how an audience responds or what you made, you said you were going to do it. You did it. It's done. And now you're at the other side of that. Yeah. You're going to have to like, you're kind of coming out of a relationship at that point. You're like, Oh gosh, I'm going to have to reorient myself and recalibrate and re get back. That's right. You know, that's right. It's, it is like coming out of a relationship. You know how, especially girls, they get in a relationship with someone and bye bye girlfriends. Bye bye everybody. I'm just with this one person. Mm -hmm. And then the relationship breaks up and it's like, Oh, better call up the girlfriends again. Like readjust to the new, thing um it is and i think rather than girlfriends i'm talking about myself is to now who am i when i'm not in relationship to something i'm writing so jason what is your suggestion your suggestion is to actually just um carve out that time well and to it's, go- it's, if you're if you're if you're specifically talking about if you have ebb and flows of your of your projects you you work on one thing you build it all the way up you're done you send it and now it's that next morning you're waking up at 5 30 and you have no idea what the hell to do with yourself because this has been your life for the last year or two years or five years or whatever it may have been um the big thing is is This is and can be the most fun time there is because this is the time because that thing that sparked that project came from somewhere. The thing that sparked your one person show came from somewhere, came from your life experience, came from things that you've done. And you've been cultivating that and working on that for for a very long time. Now it's done. It's submitted. Well, it's time to get back to life stuff and experiences stuff so you can start building that cachet of things that lead to that next project that next stuff like i'm a big fan of people who the like the day after their show closes they go on vacation they completely change their environment for a little while because they don't want to wake up that next morning at 5 30 a.m and have nothing to do because they're going to freak out you know so they so they completely change their environment um i have one buddy who when he's finished he rearranges his office because it's always like it's time for a change you know, so he just rearranges his office. So when he comes downstairs or when he actually goes outside and goes to his office, it looks different. It's like, oh, I'm on to something new now. That setup was office for project A. I'm on, moving on to a new project. This is what the office is going to be like for B. Uh, now, in reality, he ends up putting everything back where it was originally because he likes it a certain way. But, it's you know, it's a helpful thing. You know, um, experiences are huge for a creative. And this is the time. If you have just finished something Um, and you have adapted emotionally for that huge high that you get from something. And now it's like, okay, now what? This is a really great time to just go out and explore, read something from someone you've never read before, go someplace you've never gone before, try something weird and different. And it doesn't have to be your new thing. You don't have to be like, oh, I do yoga now, or I climb mountains now. You don't have to add a new hobby or a new thing. Just go out and dip your toe in a few things. Just experience stuff. Shut off project brain for a little while and make uh, yourself, as you said, and, and receptive. And that's it. That's it. Shut off project brain. Because if you look at your brain as a hard drive, and if you go, okay, 
half, you know, 50% of the hard drive in my head has been totally occupied mm -hmm. with coming up with solutions for this project. Okay, now I don't have to do that anymore. Yep. Now it's like, okay, empty it out, empty yep. it out, empty it out, and now let myself be open to mm -hmm. new possibilities and and the other thing too is like when i talked about earlier like for, for people who are like me who have their stuff kind of layered out and it's you know i was <laughs> one thing that influenced me heavily was watching uh oh what was that uh Oh my gosh, I completely forgot. The West Wing. There we go. Uh, the West Wing, the old show about, you know, the, the, the Oval Office and all that stuff. And one of the things that the president used to do in the West Wing is they deal with some massive problem. It'd be like, oh, they're bombing someplace and so-and-so, and we need to convince this ambassador to talk to this guy because he's a... And it would take 25 people in the Oval Office to make something happen that just saved thousands of people's lives and prevented a country to go to war. And they would get the final, yes, it's done. The troops have moved out and so-and-so is stepping down and da-da-da has happened. And literally, the moment it's done, the president would go, Okay, what's next? And that would, there was no break, nothing, because that's what he had to do in that job is be like, okay, what's next? And I've taken on that what next mentality, but the what next doesn't have to be start on a new project. The what next could be, all right, it's experience time. All right, it's adventure time. All right, it's time to be more receptive. All right, let's jump right into this. What you don't want to do is the pro you ride that great wave and God forbid the project you make is successful and people are celebrating you and you're getting more work and more. You want to make sure that you don't wait until the wave is completely crashed and you're wandering around your house in your underwear for two weeks going, what do I do? What's that? Where's the, someone should call me. What's going on? You don't want to get into that phase because then you're building it. You're, you're putting in the stop, you know, you want to be able to go, okay, let's use this time. Let's enjoy this time. Let's expand on this time. And then let's get back to work. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.